the Big Punk Show with Mike and Jamie. Coming at you from Quarantine Zone 5. So on and so forth. Mike, it is. Somebody brought it to my attention that for some people it is day 50 of the quarantine. Apparently, for some people, it's day 50, unless I've gotten that massively wrong. For myself, it's about day 42. I've been saying that for about a week, though, in fairness. I don't really know where we're up to. I don't think it matters. Mike, VE day. Did you know it was a day until it happened? I didn't know this was a thing. But I actually, I appreciate the sentiment of this one because they celebrate it everywhere. It's not. Quick thing, start away, right? The war, yeah, it wasn't against the Germans, it was against the Nazis. It was against a very specific <laughs> group of German people. <laughs> yeah. It was against a very specific, evil, awful group of German people called the Nazis, led by somebody who wasn't even German. So, before... So, I get pissed off when I say, oh, yeah, we beat the Germans. One, we didn't do anything, predominantly. A lot of, you know, innocent fucking builders died. That's what happened. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of young boys died. That's what happened. Yeah. And secondly, it wasn't the Germans, it was the Nazis, and it was Stalin as well. So... Yeah. yeah. Well, no, Sta- I don't know. It wasn't Stalin. What am I on about? Um, no, Stalin helped beat the Nazis. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was Mussolini. Yeah, yeah. You can make you can make food you can make food as nice as you want, Mussolini. You're still a fascist. So anyway, (laughs) VD Day looms over us. I'm completely unaware of what happens. I don't live on a street, Mike. There was no street party in. There was nothing going on. Somebody did suggest. I heard him say on the balcony, uh, "We should." Or somebody started singing, "We'll meet again," hoping everyone else would join in, and no one did. I was very glad. Oh God. I was was very very glad. I've 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 done a year six assembly, leavers assembly. I don't need to fucking go through that again. Yeah, and it thought that. So, the day, Mike, tell me. Yeah, pe- people have um, because I knew I knew it was coming up. I knew it was happening, but I didn't know until the day before. Or, it's the first or, like, time we've ever day. done it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know like the kind of the people were actually going to be having like street parties this year. People just gonna put like bunting up and. Well, whatever. you would think people wouldn't be having street p- parties during uh, the midst exactly. of a global exactly. pandemic, but That's doesn't seem I mean. to be what happened. Um, so, I, I, I live in what you could call a village, I suppose, and there's just fucking loads of, like, I saw red, white, and blue bunting popping up from my daily roots of work, and so I started seeing more jeans, that quite a few um, people use it as a great excuse to use a geology cross. Um, it's probably, probably a bit frowned upon using now. Do you know what? It is just racist. <laughs> it's like the confederate flag it's just racist just put it in the bin put your flag in the bin no one's asked <laughs> so, um, yeah I just kind of noticed everyone started looking a bit more British and then on Friday like my mum and dad I just love the notion party. I just love the notion started looking more British and the, and what that means is he started looking more racist <laughs> in a way yeah just started seeing all of the flags and just red white and blue everywhere like it was the 60s and um yeah, it was just kind of weird. Like I, I just heard because like, everyone was off, obviously, and more and more parties happening around. Like there was just loads of fucking fireworks going off at one point. I went, I went on a walk, and uh, I, there was basically a main road um, near me, and people were just just basically having a party in the road on either side of the pavement because there was barely any cars, and they tried to get my attention, the music was too loud, I didn't want to engage with a person who had a cape on, which was not an actual cape, it was a Union Jack, oh, no, with a matching bowler hat. 
A matching bowler hat. Wow. Okay. They've got yeah. the nonce look. I see. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was being my rebel self and pointing to the little fingers because um, you know, fuck him. But, yeah, um, up the roof. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm joking, obviously, Sam. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, that, it's just, and, I don't know. Everyone's just been putting up like you know like, the silhouettes of um, soldiers and that. Oh me! Oh, in it the fucking. Wor- There's nothing worse. There is nothing worse on on this god god given planet, or you know, scientifically created planet, or you know, Elon Musk mil- millionaire money planet, whatever. There is nothing that makes me. There's nothing that makes me a kind of sick like the kind of sick I see when I see somebody in the 30s or 40s who's not been in the army with a silhouette of uh, World War Two soldiers and roses tattooed on him. I'm just like, oh, yeah. no. I'm just like, oh, we're not going to be pals, are we? We're not going to get on. You're not. I, does, <laughs> it's like I'm non-binary. You've got a fucking poppy and a dead soldier tattooed on you. What the fuck are we going to talk about? I know, yeah. It's like, when, it's like in the past few years, it's kind of become that aesthetic. A lot of the um, the kind of right-leaning people have started associating with poppies with identifying with their kind of way of thinking. And it's, it's really kind of caused a bit of a rut in, a, in some areas. But it's just a bit, that's just a bit daft. I, what's another, another annoying thing is all the people, I've heard it on the radio and that, like VE Day has been another excuse for people to be like, oh, it's good to feel like, good to be, um, like bring out the kind of nationalism in them. It's like being proud to be British. And it's like, you're being proud to be British. And it's, I think British nationalism now is just tired with racism. Well, the like, problem is, is that, that there's, there's becoming less and less things to be proud of. And that's because of, in my opinion, 10 years of a, a Tory government. But there really are less and less. Like, what is there to be proud of? Or... You know, the, oh, yeah. the thing I grew up like as a kid being proud of, of Britain, I've said this before, I, I was proud to come from a country where people could just come and live here and have a go at life and be, and yeah. I thought we lived it, I thought I lived in a place where people weren't judged in that, but it's, you know, there's just, it's like one of them, it's like the things that we should be proud of are getting taken away from us, it's like the NHS is something we should be proud of, but again, it's like having a fucking clap on a Thursday is not enough, like, you know, yeah. you've got to be funding it, and as well, you know, we're sat here on a Sunday having an atter a few hours before, um, Boris Johnson's going to give his speech and it's like I wonder what they're going to I'm so intrigued to see what restrictions are they going to uh, sort of lessen or what yeah. what, what, what lockdown yeah what that. lockdown restri- restrictions they're going to sort of uh, withdraw if any at all but because like it, I don't know it just like the cases keep going up the deaths have obviously yeah. slowed down a little bit but like you know it's a fucking small country, uh, the United Kingdom. It's a small country. A lot of people have uh, gone it. A lot of people have died. The I don't feel like there's been enough transparency over um, what's going on with testing and the PPA. And I think a lot of people have, a lot of people have had that opinion. So it's I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird it's such a weird time. Um, yeah. To be alive at the minute because I'm you're constantly just like oh. Fuck me. Are people this thick? My Twitter this morning was full of white people doing very, very thick things today. Oh, yeah. Full of people doing conga lines and shit, having massive tea parties. I'm like, you dumb cunts. Going, like, (laughs) why why does that matter to you? How fucking thick and, like, 
how much of a sheep have you got to be to be like, oh, fucking hell, it's VE day. I know, I'll go have a patriotic conga line with my neighbours who I don't, I probably don't speak to half the time. Fucking sit in your garden and shout over the wall and have a chat with them. You don't like you don't need to look at people in the face to have conversations with them. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's oh, it just it's just fucking baffling. It is just fucking baffling. Today, some yeah. cunt got in the same lift as me in my building. That really pissed me off. That really pissed me off. And like I was just so blown away by the fact they'd gotten in that I didn't even have a chance to be like, get the fuck out of the yeah, lift. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like, the way I see it is that, you know, the sooner the sooner it's gone or the sooner it's contained and the, the sooner we can move on. And if that means life's got to be shit for a few months to stop it being shit for fucking years, then that's yeah. the way it's got to be. Like, you know, I'm, I'd love it if, like, we could fucking, you know, if we could go and have a band practice, I'd love it if that's the kind of things where they're restricting, you know, they're saying you might be able to go for two bits of exercise a day. I'd love it if band rooms can open and that, but I'm not being funny, like... There's no need to be fucking... Ru- I just don't feel like there's any need to be rushing cunts back into offices and stuff like that. No, there's not at all. Like, like... it's... the People will be... Because work- the thing is, as well, is people think they're loosening the restrictions, it's going to mean the pubs are open. I guarantee you the pubs yeah. aren't fucking opening for the, for the longest time. Not. You will be behind your desk working for minimum wage, working away, putting yourself at risk long before you can go out and have a pint. That will be... And, like, that's the way it's going to be. And it's just going to be a fucking nightmare. It's just... I can just foresee it being such a nightmare. Um, we've got, like... We're meant to be going on a month-long tour in November... And I'm looking at that now thinking, fucking hell, that's ambitious, but it's just the way, yeah. it's just the way, it's just got to sort of get on. But it's so funny because it's like, you know, we're sat here, there's a lot of things to complain about within COVID, but again, overridingly, I have to say, other than all the atrocities, personally, it could be a lot worse. So, you know. Yeah, definitely. There we are, there but we it's are. Like, it's, like, it's like something about Twitter where the one thing that amazes me is you have like, the kind of proper middle England, middle class people who just think that like, these things don't affect them. So like they're like, oh fuck it, we'll just oh yeah, come. No, I've, I've not done it. Like it sounds like we'll just have a big fucking party. I don't. Like, I just like I just don't get it. I don't. I don't get. I don't get it. I, these, do you know what? These are people who've not been bullied enough in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are these are people who didn't get bullied in school and that you think they're better than everybody. They didn't get brought down. They didn't get brought down, you know, to a minuscule yeah. level. They didn't. They've never had that. It's because I, I don't know. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> if I, shy. I know, I know, I know. You know, you're looking and the the other thing as well is like you're looking at all the fucking people getting buzzing about going and hanging out in parks again and like we're looking at the music industry at the minute and I keep seeing reports and it's not looking good um, Gulliver's uh, at the minute which is one of our favourite venues in town that the castle and something else have done um, like a fundraiser online like a GoFundMe um, which I put a tenner in so if yeah anybody... I have done it to that they're like they are like three of the best places in my like the castle and Gulliver's especially like two of my favourite places to Mi- drink the... never mind play at the thing is right about all these venues shutting down is this is this is the uh, the crux of it. There's people like me and Mike, and there's people like most of the bands we used to play on the the radio show, and these are bands where we we might get signed, we might get signed to a big label. That might happen. It's not impossible, but it's probably not going to happen, and we'll probably just you know keep cracking away doing it forever. 
But we will be doing it forever because we love it, right? The For people to do music as their life at any level, there needs to be shitholes to play in. There needs yeah. to be fucking pubs that will put bands on, that will just have a fucking gig on and not fucking charge you out your ass. There needs to just be places like that. These are places that don't turn over a lot of money. These are places that you go and they're pubs and bars and you think, fucking hell, who comes here? And no one does. You know, these are places like that survive off the community it's got, the community of people who need those venues. There's, you know, you look at so many of the music venues in Manchester Manchester, there are also bars. The little communities, you know, you, you know people in there from going and playing so much. You know the staff there because you build up, you know, you work with them. You build up this yeah. respect and friendship, you know. It's like Gulliver's. It's like, I fucking love all the staff at Gulliver's. I can have a chat with them. I've seen them that many times. Like, you know, and it's not like a... You know, it, I don't know. It's like it's the only place I've ever been a regular at where like I could have a chat with people and sort. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And you just know people there, and it's just it's so precious, man. Like it's the you know the fact that we live in a world where you can actually just fucking play in a band, and you know, an amount of people will listen to you, and an amount of people will come and see you, and you can actually just do that, and you can travel the world doing it as well, like, we fucking have done it, like, you can literally travel the world doing what we do, which is the bottom rung of music, it's the bit of music that no one cares about in the industry, it's the bit of music that just, they just don't give a shit about, like, in the industry, it's made by the people who love it, that's why it's so real, and the prospect of, like, losing it for a year has bummed a lot of people out you know if we yeah. start losing venues it, you know it's it's catastrophic that you know it, it's an it's an integral part of british culture it is an integral part of british culture music it really really is and music isn't what's in the charts music really really and, it, and music's n- never been what's in the charts it's been the people getting there that's what absolutely that's what like that's how the music industry survives it, at the very top level is where all the money's made but where it survives is the people getting there and you know it's getting to like that top, you know, getting signed and stuff is hard at the minute, you know, but it doesn't really matter because you can just go and do it yourself. When that, if that gets taken away because there's fucking nowhere to play, that's going to be really bad, that. that, that like, yeah. And I know it's, I know that's a very shit way of putting it. It's going to be bad. Yeah, no, no, it no. is, it's going to be so bad. That's <laughs> such a bad thing to happen that it's almost inconceivable, you know. It's like, because I think of it from my point of view, it's a point of view that will be reflected by tons of people. This is my life, this. Like, what if I can't do it anymore? What the fuck am I going to do? Like, Isn't it? I want everyone else to go to the gym, I know, I'm in my early 20s. There's people in the 30s doing this that have dedicated their lives to playing fucking music and loving it you know what i mean it's like well, you can't just fucking take it out of the equation i don't work a shit job because i like doing that work a shit job so i can do shit i enjoy if i'm just working yeah, a shit all. job that's not that's not life that mike this is no life no. there's <laughs> no life for anyone i mean at least we could practice though I suppose practicing's good because no one tells you no one tells you your shit when you practice it doesn't don't matter exactly. if, don't in, matter in the rooms of the practice room you are Invincible. Yeah, let me tell you this. Let me tell you, it don't matter how many people are there when you're in a practice room because you can have a spliff and there can be fifty thousand in the fl- in like in the suck of a spliff. There can be fifty thousand people there. They're carrying that fucking pre-production room at Pirate Studios as well. The fucking size of that thing's massive. Mm. The, one the, the massive stage room. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dance hall, dance studio. Yeah, nuts in there. That was great. It was Fraser we practiced with in there. Yeah, yeah, that so, was sick. I'd love to go back in there. Yeah, that that room was bigger than any venue we played on that German tour. Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and there was. was almost more people in the room when we were in there than there was in Giessen. Yeah, yeah. yeah just what shy, what did we? he call it? A something of cunts? A nest of cunts? A nest of cunts, that was it. I will! <laughs> I fucking will! Oh, bloody hell, bloody hell. Um, Mike... The dopamines. The dopamines, indeed. Yeah, we've um, kind of got, yeah, the past the whole day, it's went from um, you posting a little joke on Instagram to me just putting on sales of interest by the dopamines, and I just fucking remembered how amazing of a record it was, really. Well, I, I listened I, to uh, a couple of songs, and it was yesterday, it was blistering. It was about fucking 21 degrees when I went for my walk. Shorts on. T-shirt, two pints of water, sorry, two litres of water, fucking 12 ma- 12k walk, delicious, absolutely delicious, living quarantine to the absolute max, um, yeah. all kinds of bangers on, and uh, yeah, business papers, that, business papers is my favourite, uh, it is my favourite dopamine song, and yeah. it's the first time I've listened to it in ages, and I, just, I forgot how morbid it was, but that's, there's something, that's quite, what I like about the dopamines is that they have sort of the... The fun side, but they definitely have the morbid side as well. He's good. He's quite a good songwriter, the Chucker. Oh, definitely. For a, for a right. big sweaty cunt, he's a great songwriter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for a for a big crazy bastard, he's definitely a great songwriter. Do you know what he's fucking? Do you know what though? He's a big crazy bastard. He's also lovely though. He's a very. He's a fucking sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Big love to him. They all are. They Goldman all are. They all are. Goldman as well. Nutter but yeah. sweetheart. Uh, Winer, nutter. And obviously, Mikey, the drummer, he's a fucking nutcase. But they're, they're, they're a great set who work together. That's what it is. It's like you can be a nut, nutters, but if you can do it and work, then it's great. But if you can't, then you just sound shit. That's <laughs> straight out of the uh, big book of us being in a band, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I mean, but, um, they've been doing yeah. it for about 10 years, so maybe it's their book. I don't know. It, <laughs> it just reminded me of like last year, this album. Like, you know, when we, when we played with them and, uh, at Wonkfest, and then we played in Manchester, and I was just listening to it, thinking about when they got the smoke machine. And, and if anyone's been, if anyone listening's been to the Pay Hat in Manchester, you'll know, like, what we're on about here. It's like this, the tiniest place in the basement of a bar. And it's, it's almost like a V shape, isn't it, the Pay Hat? It, it's like, shaped. Very much like um, a stand on the corner of a football pitch. It's a cone. It's a it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. an inverted cone, right? So you go down these stairs. Actually, it's the shape of an anchor. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the stairs, sh- and then, yeah. yeah, it's the shape of an anchor. You go down the stairs, and then it splits off in twine. You've got two sections either side of the staircase that you can stand in, and it's a, it's a great venue. The pair at. Um, the it, when it first when I, when we first played there, I thought it was. Fu- I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was shit, and that people shouldn't put gigs on there, not punk gigs yeah. anyway, because it really didn't. It just didn't feel right. But they must have been having like jungle nights or something on, because it's covered in like camo and jungle, and it's quite, it's pretty cool now. And they fucking yeah. flooded the the dopamine's flooded the cunt with smoke. The, oh it, mate, they, they were saying to the guy, they were like, we want as much smoke as possible. Like we want it like a like a fucking who concert. And that it was like it was like it was really warm. It was like July as well. Wasn't yeah, you it? couldn't breathe and you couldn't see. No, you definitely couldn't do either of those. 
It's fucking, but it was so good as well. Like, it was like a, it was a Tuesday night, I think, from what I can remember. It was a school night, I remember that. Yeah, it was. It, we, didn't, we, we didn't act like it was a school night. No, I definitely didn't. Well, you did. Definitely didn't. Oh. Well, no, I, I mean, I, oh, I did, yeah, because I drove, didn't I? You had work like, the next day. Yeah, yeah, famously. Like, like most gigs. <laughs> <laughs> I, like to, I like to book a day off, I'm not going to lie. I like a day off. Yeah, yeah. I like a day off after a gig. Only certain gigs. Uh, do you know what? I like a fucking day off after a gig in town. Of all the of all the gigs after a gig in town, I can't be asked going to work the next day. Oh yeah, like um, yeah, definitely like London town. Like I'd, if I could, I would. You know, definitely. But it's probably it's probably me. I've got a car in it. That's the problem with the car. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like, that's why I'm glad the last time we played in Manchester was on like a Friday night, and we could just have the whole weekend. I mean, we played on the Saturday as well which is fun. Then we had the Sunday off from all of them. Do you know what? It's worrying how close to Wonkfest it's getting. This time last year, do you remember how buzzing we were for Wonkfest? What were we doing this time last year? Um, May last year. Oh, I, I thought through my photos. Was May yeah. the month where we had, I think this time last year, we had a gig pretty much every weekend because I remember Booze Cruise yeah, because Booth Cruise was like June one it, the start of June. Nah, I thought it was May. I thought it was May. No, nah, no, nah, it was a start. It was like right. I think. If what it what about the bright? What about the Bristol Booth Cruise? Um, was that not I in May? That was. Yeah, I think that must have been in May. Yeah, I think that was right at the end of May. That was like the last weekend. Uh, the, the, the Hamburg one right after it. I think that was like the twenty fifth of May. That one. Oh, we were meant oh, to have, like, oh, yeah, we were meant to have played like, in Morecambe in March. Oh, for fuck's sake! I keep remembering shit we were meant to have done. I know, yeah. So much. We oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, we've missed out on so. Oh God! It is nearly the year anniversary of that time in Bristol, though. Oh no, not that time. One time in Bangkok and the world. <laughs> <laughs> One time in Bristol and everything was shitty. The John was in the room. It was all. Oh, it God. all was going so well until the John came into the room. I know. Yeah. It was so. Oh God. Oh no. You know, like Triple H, the King of Kings. He was the John. Of bow John. down to earth. <laughs> bow down to the King. Do do do. Mate. Uh, <laughs> I remember um, being in London doing when I was with Alex and I did that weekend where I stayed with Laser Christ. I remember being in a uh, really high in a pub beer garden with Hassan uh, and a couple of Laser Christ trying to tell them about uh, Bristol and I started popping a whitey telling them about it and I had to stop. I had to, be, I had to like really, really quickly stop and calm myself down because <laughs> it's str- honestly, I started reliving it and the panic, oh my God, the panic, oh my God, the panic. Yeah. You're thinking you're right now, aren't you? I'm thinking, I am thinking about it. The pa- <laughs> ah! Kyle just came effectively naked out the side hatch out of my bathroom. I completely forgot he was in the flat. I just seen the corner of my eye. There he is, a southern, a southerner, a southerner. Uh, Kyle's actually got a question for you. Kyle, why don't you come over there, ask Mike a question, put the headphones on. I'm going to pass you over. All right, Mike. Hello, Kyle. How's it going? All right, mate. I've How got a you? question. Oh, I'm very good, thank you. I've got a question for you. Okay. On the topic of walks, what is your favourite walk in Rochdale? What's my favourite walk in Rochdale? Well, yes. That's a good question. Um, one of my favourite walks is through famed Ash- Ashworth Valley, nicknamed Ashy Valley to locals. 
Because nice. um, I live like, where I am, it's like it's like semi-rural. Like right, I'm right across from my house is like loads of fields and shit and like forest. So like I'm literally a stone's throw away. I can be in the countryside. So uh, there's a there's a lane called Jalki Lane near me, and you can walk up there and then go into like the valley. Nice. And it's like a nice lengthy walk. Um, you're out. You're very much out of the way. It's very near um, the Peak District, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably. I've never been, but I probably like that. Yeah, you've Just never been. That. What? What do you mean? Don't say. Don't say that. Like I've never every, been. Like, I've never been to the Peak District. All right. Yeah, I, I was going to say like it's not like a thing everyone's been. But <laughs> you have car. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could drive to the Peak District. I could be asked, but I'd rather drive to better places. To be fair. Yeah. My favourite walk. Um, do you want to know my favourite walk? Yeah, I was about to ask you that. What's your favourite walk? Very similar to yours, uh, in that it's a rural, uh, winding country kind of walk. Uh, Bangor, North Wales. There's a yeah. route called Glidder Path, and it goes from the sea uh, at Bangor City up into Snowdonia National Park. Never done the whole thing. It's very, very long. Probably take a couple, yeah. probably like a day, day or two. Uh, but it's lovely. Absolutely wonderful. Nice. Yeah. I like. I've got. I like. Um... I've always had a soft spot for British seaside towns. I've I've wanted to like go to one for a bit. Like I've I've always thought the idea of living by the sea would be quite cool. But I can imagine Bangor's not quite as cool as. Oh, you um, should. Because uh... I've been to Bangor, it's terrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should uh, go. Landudno is a very a classic seaside town. Hang yeah, but that's been there quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, a very classic Victorian seaside town there. Uh, nice. Mike, what's your what? What is your favourite bridge? Um, probably either the Humber Bridge, famously. Solid. Or I like there's Queen's Park Bridge near me, which is like this massive old, almost Victorian era bridge, and it's like it's this fucking grandiose concrete thing, and um, yeah, it's just like it's linked up Haywood and Bamford, it's this massive grand as fuck bridge, and it's now it's quite weathered, and all the monuments on it are getting a bit old. Nice, but it is it is, it is a fucking big bastard bit of structure <laughs> is it one of what, the what, is it a relic of uh of the industrial revolution of a time gone by yeah yeah almost um, it's like it's less like industrial looking though in a sense it's, it's not like as, it's not like very metal it's more concrete and oh, stone yeah. but it's, it's, if you google it, it's a great great bit of bridge uh, I, and I, like when you walk over it you realize how fucking big it is like sadly a lot of people They've like jumped off it and stuff. And now there's loads around the, um, um, like the fucking, oh, what they call them now. Basically, people's like zip tied suicide awareness things all over it, which is like pretty cool. Um, and there's not been like any any deaths for a long time since that. But yeah, it's always been one of them bridges where it's always had that kind of, not mythical sense about it, but you know, like it's always been like known as a bit of a hot spot. Yeah, like the bridge in so, San Francisco. Yeah, 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 almost, but it's like Rochdale. Mine is not, mine's not technically a bridge, but there's a big old, like a, a canal, I think it was, but now used, is now used for trains in Huddersfield, runs right through Huddersfield. Right. It's a huge sort of elevated railway line. I think that's very cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's, um, there's another one near me, actually, the Co-op Bridge. Um, that's cool. That's like a train bridge that's got like the whole, the birthplace of cooperation, that's it. That's like a proper Rochdale uh, landmark. Um, Jamie had a question. That's okay. Go on. What's your favourite window? Window. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, well, well, it would be 
the uh, smallest window in England oh, but that's shit so I'm gonna go with I like the um, I like stained glass windows like you know the kind of kind that you see on old people's houses or whatever or in churches or like, or like on pub um, like like those tavern and stuff like those kind of like diamond style ones they're my favourite kind of windows like single glaze not fucking about um, stained glass with like the lead in diamonds, yeah, but reds and greens and going on, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. It used to be about the punk music, but now it's all windows and bridges. <laughs> now it's just aesthetics. Mike, it's been a pleasure chatting to you on this Sunday afternoon. Would you like to sign us off? Absolutely, it's been a pleasure chatting, chatting to you too. Uh, not to you too, I mean to you as well. But we obviously can't afford You were friends with Bono? <laughs> But, um, yeah, nice one. Um, everyone look after yourselves. Fucking stay inside. Don't know what Boris is going to say. Well, this will be out by the time it comes out. So, hopefully, just don't be a con. Um, yeah, work and just try not to get... Do you know what? Just go for fucking walks. It's mint. Sound as. Um, and if you have products that you want to use to sponsor the show, get in touch and we will advertise it for you. Nice one. Sound as. Thanks. <laughs>